All right, here we go now with our own Eric Chapman and the latest installment of his terrific series, The Collectors. And today, Eric chats with Godzilla superfan Stan Hyde. Stan is a huge fan of the Godzilla movie franchise. He has a large collection of Godzilla memorabilia. He also collects sci-fi collectibles and other memorabilia from the world of geek culture. And he's a talented artist and model builder himself. And so let's have a listen here to Eric's visit with Stan Hyde. Have a listen. Godzilla, king of the monsters, alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Godzilla, king of the monsters, it's alive. There are some people that collect things. Then there's Stan Hyde. It's difficult to describe the magnitude of his knowledge and Godzilla collection size. As soon as you walk into his house, you can tell something's up. Hello. Hello, Stan. Come on in oh. and forgive the mess. Please, please. It's really messy. Just so you know. <laughs> I'm not worried about Wow. As soon as you come in, it's in uh, full it's, effect. It's, it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> I'm a monster kid. Do you know okay. what that is? No, what is that? Have a seat. I'll tell you this Sure, story. tell me. Tell me if I'm talking too much. No talk. My professional job, I was a teacher until 2014, but I worked for um, International Baccalaureate. I'm chief examiner for their film program. So that's what he does for a living, but he also is something else. Remember what he said? I'm a monster kid. And no, he didn't turn into a werewolf and bite my leg. It's a type of nerd. Can you probably go down every movie that connects to Godzilla in some way, too? Like that, yeah? Sadly, yeah. <laughs> Sadly. Sadly, yeah. Oh, come on, it's awesome. I Sadly. love it. Sadly, yeah. Are so, you like a, are you a well-known Godzilla? Yeah. Yes. I'm, 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 <laughs> Do kids recognize I'm, you? I, 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 I've been asked for my autograph. Stop! Fan magazine. So I, I'm what's known as a big-name fan, which is really weird. Okay. If, you, if you sit around long enough... Okay. If you sit around long enough in fandom, you, this this was embarrassing. So I got I got this little note that I was going to get a lifetime achievement award, and I I'm going to break it when I pull it off the wall. And and so I thought, oh yeah, well it's the local club they're giving me this award, but it, it wasn't. It was like the Canada Science Fiction and Fantasy Association. So it's like the professional ones that gives like William Gibson and people yeah. awards. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I am, I am tech, I, I can no longer hide the fact I am a big name fan, but it's silly, what? really. really. <laughs> it's silly. Well, that's fascinating. That's able to happen that like just your interest and knowledge yeah. br brought you that status. Like that's pretty cool. You spend a long time explaining weird to people. That, <laughs> what an absolute delight and pleasure it was to talk to Stan. So we got into what brought him into this world. So I started by talking about Monster Kids. So back in the 50s, I don't know if you've heard of Vampira and people like that, but they started having horror hosts on TV. Vampira is the archetype that Elvira is based on. They, they basically stole Vampira's look. There was even a lawsuit about it because at one time they were consulting with Vampira and then they sort of dumped her and they just, you know, but Elvira is a more buxom version of like vampire had this impossibly thin waist okay, that she used to starve yeah. herself to get you know and really hourglassy but anyways they started putting these shows on television and then in about 58 59 
Universal Pictures, because when they started out, they were really crappy. But Universal Pictures let out all their classic monster movies in a package that stations would buy. So stations all over created a horror host, like Svengoolie. Svengoolie's one of the last ones who's still around. And they created horror hosts all across the country. So in this market, they had uh, The Count on Cairo TV, who was a vampire who got out and introduced the movies for about almost 16, 17 years. I'm picturing like a grandpa from the Munsters it, sort it, of type. This guy is more like... Um, you know, in, in SCTV, you yeah. know, Count Floyd, I, I swear that, that yeah, Eugene Levy that. must have seen the Count because his shtick, really scary kids. Oh, Count Floyd here in my scary dungeon with the scary stagehands flying around. Oh, we got a good film for you this Saturday night, kids, on Monster Chiller Horror Theater. It's like almost dead on to this guy who wow. was like a newsman. He was like the weather guy, right? I want you to sit back. Relax. Lose your grip on reality and watch with me our movie. <laughs> There's this era where mm -hmm. you watch TV, the movies were on TV, there was usually a horror host. So basically, what happened is there's this whole generation of us who grew up with that, and that was like our you know, re rebellion against society until we got older, you know? Oh. And, 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 the, the, I mean, and, and plus monsters are outsiders, so it really appeals to nerdy guys, you know, and, and girls, you know, but there's more guys probably. And then Godzilla was just, there used to be fanzines. Before there was the internet, there were fanzines that were made like on a mimeograph or a Xerox. So the other thing that all the monster kids have in common, Peter Jackson goes on about this all the time. Spielberg, Jackson, Lucas, those guys all read this magazine called Famous Monsters which was done by a guy named Forey Ackerman down in California. He's also a big science fiction fan. And, and it was the only magazine from, I think, 50... started when Playboy did. 58 or something, up until 80-something. And it's been reborn, but never very well. Was that when these movies sort of... Every, his whole thing started? Was every watching, yeah. That was when it kind of started? So this was like a magazine for, you know, aimed at, like, 12 to 14-year-old boys, you know? Uh, that where there were a lot of puns, but unlike other movie magazines, there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And and he was a friend of guys like Ray Bradbury and, and Ray Harryhausen, who did the stop motion animation and stuff. So when you read that magazine, this is how I became a film teacher. You know, when you read that magazine, you got all this behind the scenes stuff. So that's the other sort of side of, of um, you know, monster kid dumb, you know, mm -hmm. is that it's it, this shared experience so anyways with godzilla there used to be a thing called the graveyard examiner that was like the, the really fanish part and people would put their little magazines that they were selling and this guy named greg shoemaker in toledo ohio was doing one called the japanese fantasy film journal and he's sort of the starting guy i used to I, I don't know what I was, 12 or something. I used to take my Canadian quarters and wrap them up in, in tissues so people couldn't feel that there were quarters and put them in the mail. And I, get, and I don't know what Greg did with the Canadian quarters, like, what the hell? You know? And I would get this little mimeograph magazine with photos of Japanese monsters and stuff. And that's how it all started. His stories and people he knows... And his world-famousness was really, really cool to learn about. And while in a room that felt like number four of ten, getting a tour of his collection, I asked if he would ever put his stuff in a museum. He said yes, it has been discussed in his Monster Kid community. But for now, you can check out his collection at Stan Cyclops on Instagram. 
Whoa! Who let him in here? Oh, I've loved the Collector's Series this week from our own Eric Chapman. That was another awesome one. Godzilla superfan Stan Hyde there. And as you heard there, Stan's not only a, a fan, but he's a, an artist and mo great model builder in his, in his own right and revered in the science fiction world. That was really cool. Thank you for that, Eric.